Vegetables, ham. Oh, hey, how's it going? Really? Yeah, really. You're a dork. Yeah, right now my uh, my shopping list for groceries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so welcome to another uh, special edition of Paraprobe. <laughs> Super special. <laughs> Super special. We're talking short bus. All right, so. We ready? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Send it. Man, I need to turn this down a little bit, dude. My headphones are like blasting my eardrums right now. Well, turn them down. Ooh. You know how to work things? How's it going? You sound wicked professional right now, by the way. I, like I care. <laughs> so, um, I had put out there on social media that we uh, had a special announcement coming up. We've actually had a special announcement coming up for a while. We had to wait for, you know, things to be set in stone and done and all that. Stone. Yeah, and stone. So, what is going on? And this was the announcement we were going to make. We thought about waiting till the end of the show, but we're like, nah, let's just do it at the beginning. So, that way you guys can go ahead and go on and do whatever you got to do after that. You don't have to listen to the rest of the show. It's fine. Really? What? Hey, the numbers count as long as we hold them for like 15 minutes. Lord Jesus, help me God. What's he got to do with it? <laughs> Go ahead. Come on. Okay. All right. So anyway, so what's going on is uh, we want to make an announcement about the third annual The Great American Bigfoot Conference. And this is happening in Ocala, Florida. Um, this is actually... This is not a small event. I'm putting that out there right now. This is not a small event. This is a huge area, a huge event that's going on. They have a lot of guest speakers that are coming, which I'm going to list that out here in a second. Um, what's going on is this is the third annual, obviously. They get together and they go over, like, uh, you know, talk about, especially the Florida skunk ape, you know, from all the different sightings we've had here in Florida. Um, and they're going to be doing this. And this is the third annual, once again, the Great American Bigfoot Conference. And this is happening in Ocala, Florida on April 22nd. And it's going to be on a Saturday, April 22nd from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And you can find it at uh, the address is 750 Northwest 80th Avenue in Ocala. And this is happening at the World Equestrian Center. This is the reason why I was saying this is big. This is not like a a little powwow meeting at somebody's little paranormal event in the backyard. (laughs) And this is a really big conference. It's going to be huge. Have you seen the picture of that location? Yes. It's yes. a monster of a place, isn't it? It's huge. Yeah, oh man, yeah. Uh, but they're going to be having, everything's going to be going on from a skunk ape roundtable to skunk ape encounters, speakers, vendor hall. Uh, they they have so much going on. It's going to be pretty cool. But some of the people that's going to be there is like uh, David Polides, uh, is researcher, author, Can-Am project, producer of Missing 411, uh, Dr. Jeff Muldrum. He's an author, professor of anatomy and anthropology at, at uh, Idaho State University. He's going to be another guest speaker. Another one is Ron Moorhead, adventurist, researcher, author, and, uh, and Sierra Camp Encounter. Then we have RPG. Uh, Ryan, I'm really hoping I'm not like destroying these names here, but Ryan Galimsky, we're just going to say RPG, but uh, that's what everybody knows him by. Uh, he's a cryptozoologist with Outcast Paranormal. He's going to be there as well. We're actually going to be having him on the show in, like, I think the next two weeks. We're going to have him on the show before we actually go to do this event in April. Uh, and also, too, is also going to be Ronnie LeBlanc. He's a researcher and author of Monsterland and Expedition Bigfoot. So it's going to be pretty cool, man. All these people are going to be there. But the other thing that's going to happen 
is there's going to be a couple of special guest press members that are going to be there. Real special. Real special. We're talking short bus again. That will be me and Jesse. So Paraprobe Radio is going to be at this event on April 22nd, like I said, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. This is at the World Equestrian Center. It is the third annual The Great American Bigfoot Conference. Our show is going to be there. We're going to be meeting with everybody at our booth. We're going to have a booth area set up. Uh, so we'll be able to meet with you guys, answer questions about Bigfoot stuff, talk to you about your Bigfoot stuff. We're going to be doing our show there. Now, the thing is, our show starts at 6 p.m., um, you know, and their, sh- their event ends at 6 p.m. So we're probably going to go between 2 and 3 and do a show around about that time of the day while we're there. So if you're there, we may pull you on and talk to you about your, you know, Bigfoot encounter you may have or at least your interest in Bigfoot. You know, why are you interested in it? And, of course, probably might be speaking to some of the special guests that they have coming there to be guest speakers. Um, Jesse, what was the website where everybody can go and get their tickets? It's BigfootFlorida.com. BigfootFL.com. B-I-G-F-O-O-T-F-L.com. Yeah, and this there you is, go. yeah, this is a gather up event. Um, that's the name of the company that's hosting the event, set, you know, setting up the event page and all that good stuff. Uh, it's going to be fun, man. I am so looking forward to going. This is going to be cool. You know, we get to go hang out with all these Bigfoot experts, you know, and talk to them. You know, Paraprobe, we're all over the road. Everybody knows this. We are the ADD of paranormal talk. We do yep. everything. Yeah, we, I mean, we talk about everything from like AI to Bigfoot to conspiracy theories, you know, women having sex with ghosts. I mean, we, we're all over the table. We really are. Yeah, pick and choose. Yeah. Speaking of which, do you want to, do you want to segue over to whatever or do you want to? Well, one more time. Let's go ahead and put that out there. Just the quick information real quick. Once again, that's the Great American Bigfoot Conference. You can also find them on Facebook and you can go there and they have all the links where you can just click to go get your tickets for this event. Um, once again, that's going to be on April 22nd from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's going to be at the World Equestrian Center in Ocala, Florida. Uh, me and Jesse are going to be there. Kim Rutherford's going with us as well. Um, she's like our, our, our mascot, thir- our mascot and third unofficial <laughs> member of Paraprobe. Uh, she's going to be with her, uh, with us there as well. Uh, and we're going to be having a lot of fun, man. We're going to, like I said, we're going to be hanging out with, you know, David Pleads, you know, uh, Dr. Jeff Muldrum, you know, Ron Moorhead, RPG, Ronnie LeBlanc. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, and they're all doing like, you know, special speaking engagements there and everything else. So definitely go to the website because there's so much more that's happening that I just can't list at all right at the beginning. I'd be here for the whole show listing everything that's going on. But make sure you guys go check it out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, also, too, we haven't done this in a while, throwing this out at the beginning of the show. Make sure you guys go and follow Paraprobe on all your social media. You can follow us on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on World Star Hip Hop. I'm sure there's got to be a video of us on there somewhere. Uh, OnlyFans coming to you soon. You know, we're working on that, too. Yep. Yeah. And then, of course, we got to make sure that we save this show. So we need you guys. We need you to start going back to wherever you listen to your pot. Holy crap. That about made me go deaf when you coughed, man. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Bear with me here. I'm a little under the pollen. Pollen's whooping my tail. Dude, man, I woke hey. up. Oh, my God. I got up this morning and I was going to go to the store and I walked out to my Jeep and it was yellow. You know, my Jeep's gray and black. Yep. Yeah, it was yellow. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, I've yeah. had to rinse my car off every day. Yeah. Oh my god. And uh but anyway, so make sure you go to like wherever you listen to your podcast shows, just you know, and it doesn't matter. We're on like every single platform. We're on iHeartRadio, we're on Pandora, Spotify, 
uh, Podbean. I mean, we're on literally everything. Amazon Music. We're even on there. We're on iTunes. Uh, there's even websites that I found our show on that I didn't even know we were on. Didn't even know they existed. Yeah, like they're probably getting paid, and we're not. I know, right? It's crazy. I know. But anyway, so yeah, make sure you go and check out all of our past shows. Uh, we have a lot of special guests that we've had on, a lot of different topics that we've talked about. And also, too, if you'd like to be a guest on our show, you have a paranormal thing that's happened to you. You know, let's say that uh, you are the woman who's having you know, sex with ghosts. Or man. Could be anybody. Yeah. Yep. Uh, or if you are maybe uh, you've been abducted by an alien and they brought you back. You know, call, uh, you know I'm going to give you my email address. You can email me. Tell me all about the, the probing. We want to know. All right? So, oh, Lord have mercy. What? So my email is for the show is... What's our email for the show? I, I was going to give my personal, but I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, give them the one for the show. Paraprobradio at gmail.com. Yeah, paraprobradio at gmail.com. So well, shoot us. I just lied to everybody. Yep, paraprobradio at gmail.com. Yeah, paraprobradio gmail.com. I forget things. That's what I do. So make sure you, uh, you know, put, you know, just tag in there, you know, show idea or show guest or whatever you want, you know. And, and because I want to, we've been talking about this for a while. We haven't had a chance to really talk to like local investigators and stuff like that that we know, you yeah. know, and we'd love to have you come on. You know, we don't want to always make it about us. I mean, most of the time we do, just not all the time. Like, you know, 90-10, you know, 90% us, 10% you. Um, what? Okay, fine, 60-40, is that better? Yeah, I can get down with that. Okay, 60-40. We want to make it, you know, 60% about us, 40% about you. There. Ridiculous. I think that's fair. All right. Okay. Uh, we're going to move on down the road All right, here. let's go. So, um, stumbled upon this. Microsoft's Bing AI is leaking maniac alternate personalities named Venom and Fury. So more about this Bing AI going absolutely ape crap. Yeah. Bear with me. I'm definitely like feeling sluggish. I'm telling you, man. But uh But then again, you you know what? You've had jury duty also. Oh, that's been a blast. Yeah, which absolute is, awesome group of people. I was gonna say. I mean, I know like, we, I got lucky. I know we can't talk about it. You know, yeah, what, absolutely not. Yeah, we can't. Uh, I just, but we can't say yes. You've had jury duty. That's not a, yeah. you know, confidential no. or nothing. It, look, I tell you what, um, we got super lucky, super dope group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as miserable as it could be. Now the court part of it is miserable, but you know, yeah, just sitting around and listening, <sighs> trying not to go to sleep. Especially, you know what? I swear to God, in courtrooms, I think they set the temperature to just the right level to make you want to take a nap. I swear to God. I, I think they've been du- adjusting the temperature because the first few days it was like cold, mm-hmm. and the only warmth you got was like from your back on the chair. Mm-hmm. And then it like started like, gradually getting hotter. I think they're increasing the temperature throughout the whole trial. It's probably because they start seeing people falling asleep, so they start increasing the heat to wake oh. everybody up. Yeah, because I know, like, when I had jury duty once, I had jury duty for a total of, like, I think it was three days. Three days for jury duty. And those three days, oh, my God, every time I left there, it's like my eye was twitching because I was so tired. Yeah, no, my eye was twitching for another reason that I can't talk about. Anyways, <laughs> All um, right, so evil AI, there we go. Right. So apparently this uh, AI, I don't know if somebody was messing with it because you can – you can kind of trick the AI into giving it, giving you a false response by kind of giving it a different set of rules. Because mm-hmm. all AIs right now, quote unquote AIs, and I'm going to use air quotes because they're not actual AIs; they're just computer learning algorithms. Blah blah blah. 
Yeah, they're not an actual in self-contained intelligence. No. Is thinking for it itself. will claim to be intelligent, but it won't be actually be intelligent. So yeah. nothing to see here. At least not yet. Um, not yet. Yeah. Um, cue the Terminator theme. <laughs> exactly. But um, somebody obviously tricked this AI into developing multiple personalities, where like one would like be completely <laughs> raged out and like kill all of human humanity, and the other one um. Would just be the pettiest freaking AI possible. So if you were like not a great person, weren't necessarily doing anything illegal, it would just get petty revenge on you. Why do we always poke the bear? Why? Be- because we're humans, and that's what we do. Like I swear to God, we're so uh, used course. to being top dog on the food chain that like we got to do something. I mean, of course, we we develop this AI, and the first thing we do. Teach it to hate us. Yeah, pretty much. Way to go, humans. Great job. Oh, man. Well, that's why it's not going to work out well for us in the end of my life. See, this is why I love opinion. dogs. Dogs are so much simpler to hang out with. True. They're they're faithful. They're they're lovable. They're fun to play with. You know, and just and they're always happy to see you. And, and they don't try to kill you. I mean, unless they're trained to be that way. But you know what I'm saying. Fair. Yeah. Anyways, so that is currently where we're at on the AI. But let's talk about the uh, the good. There can be good with AI. Okay. So I've been looking at this thing called a Dyson Spear because it's yes. absolutely fi- fascinating, and it's a crazy concept, and it would mm-hmm. basically harness the energy of the sun. Yes. It's, it's been a long-time theory that they've been working on. So the going theory on how to build one is that we would set up an AI mm-hmm. with basically drones that would harvest materials from elsewhere because – if we harvest it from here, there probably wouldn't be a planet left. Yeah. I mean, we got to find another planet to kind of, with no life, preferably, but... I would think that in order to contain a Dyson sphere, you'd probably need an, an enormous, immense amount of gravity in order to keep it contained. Well, yeah. That's from the sun. So yeah. basically what it is is building, like, something not necessarily like a solar panel, mm-hmm. but some sort of energy-absorbing apparatus Yes. around our sun. Okay. So we would completely harness the energy of our sun and send it back to the planet here. So, like, we don't have any, like, energy blackouts or anything like that if, like, you know, it winter storm hits. Like, <laughs> yeah, because, I know. mean, I know that uh, for the longest time we've been looking for clean, sustainable energy. That's what everybody wants. And, you know, but they're looking for beyond that. They're looking for something that will run continuous forever and ever. Amen. It, one of the theories is with a Dyson Sphere that it would produce so much energy that for us it would seem like forever that it would keep producing energy yeah pretty much yeah i mean but there's different ways of doing it you can do it like where you completely encompass the sun which probably suck for us because it'd get real cold there's one where you can almost do it like a ring-like structure like neptune's rings Mm -hmm. not necessarily saturn's rings because they're a little larger but neptune's Mm -hmm. like kind of smaller rings and we can kind of absorb that energy, produce our own energy from that, and it would launch us into being a type 2 civilization, which we're not even a type 1 civilization yet. Oh, dude, we're still primates, basically. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, that for something of that magnitude and that size, I mean, oh, my God. it. it well, this is why we... How many would, lifetimes will it take to build that? This is why we have to do AI and have a computer basically doing it on its own, like having these drones, harvesting the natural resources, and mm-hmm. building this in space because... It's going to take multiple lifetimes and probably multiple years, yeah. like a couple hundred years probably, yeah. because 
anything around us is, aside from maybe Mars or like our moon or something like that, which mm-hmm. do not harvest the moon. That would suck. Yeah. Oceans would not be a thing anymore. It would not be a good thing. No. <laughs> no. We would, yeah, be in distress. Be a whole lot of swimming unplanned. Yes. A whole lot. Yeah. Um, but it would, you know, it would have to travel, you know, hundreds of light years this way, grab this material, bring it back this way over here, and that's build it the other, around the sun, that's the other kind of problem. develop it. Yeah. That's the other problem too, because the sun is roughly 93 million miles from Earth. So if we sent something there in order to collect it, uh, now granted, we got space, you know, we do have like space rocket stuff that do actually make to the sun pretty quick, reasonably quick. Yeah. You know, um, but, but like being around that type of heat and that size source and everything, cause you got to think, think of how strong the gravity's got to be around the sun and how far it expands out. I mean, it'd have to be at least probably, probably a few million miles away from it, really. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, then you have to watch out for, you know, sp- sunspots, uh, coronal mass ejections, all that stuff. Yeah. That could, completely devastate your entire energy collection system yeah that would uh it's like we're almost done yeah pretty much toast done son of a but i mean we could harness ai for that particular thing because i mean you got to think of it like a computer program it will do what you tell it to do Mm -hmm. and as long as you give it specific instructions and give it a way to not deviate from those instructions oh yeah Unless, you know, something comes along and reprograms a daggum thing. Yeah, but, like, like, prime example, all the military robotic weapons we're making. Yeah. Yeah. That's not scary at all. No, that's terrifying. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, they had this thing that's like a Jaguar. It's what it reminds me of, the way it moves, that carries a freaking M60 oh, on its yeah, back. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was kind of cool, though. Like, I was, I was oh, kind of into cool. it. Oh, it's cool. It's cool as hell to look at. But I'm thinking, what if somebody hacked into it? I mean, the implications that are kind of... I mean, because you got to think, an object that small, and it's extremely maneuverable, extremely fast. I mean, yeah, that's that's just not cool. Well, I mean, that's that kind of brings me next to, like, kind of the uh, the baddish yeah. side of AI. Like, AI, the threat from my, this article in particular says the three, threat from AI isn't that it would go rogue, is that it would do exactly as it's told. Exactly. So Exactly. We set AI on a course to even... The, uh, like the being AI. Yeah. Somebody tricked it outside of its rules to where it can't, like, say that it will harm humanity and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. They tricked it into, you know, doing a, uh, a hypothetical world, yeah. like a video game. Mm-hmm. And it would, they were like, how would you eliminate climate change? Well, I guess I would eliminate humanity. It's like, exactly. Wait, what? <laughs> and that happened in a conversation that they had yeah. with an AI computer. It said, what would you do to stop climate change? And they said, destroy humanity. Basically. Yay. So, I mean, if we were saying, hey, you know, you're in charge of, you know, our war machine. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, everybody knows we have a war machine. Whether we want to admit it or not, whether we we feel good about it or not, we do have a military-industrial complex. Yes. We put AI in charge of that. Hey, eliminate all threats to, you know, our country. Well, Mm -hmm. at some point, if it runs out of threats everywhere else, it's going to look internally, and it's going to eliminate anybody that thinks it's a... The AI thinks it's a rogue an NSA. Element. Yeah, yeah, it thinks it's a threat to national security. And see, the other thing, the other flip side of that is too, is a couple of things. One, anything that you built that has programming, such as a, you know a computer, for you know lack of a better term here, is hackable. Yes, it just takes the right person to know how to do as it. As long as it's up on a network. 
Yeah. I mean, you yeah, have yeah. to. As long as it's on, yes, as long as it's on a network, it's hackable. All right, that's that's the big problem. But these things would be required if it's running things by remote from remote locations to be on a network. Exactly, and yeah. they're already trying to integrate it into our power grid, which is already super oh, vulnerable God. as it is. And it's already being hacked, and it's already being attacked. I, it's not very talked about right now because nobody was somebody in L.A. I think it was L.A. that that hacked into the power grid and shut it down for like forty eight hours. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, or it was very maybe stayed up north. But either way, that was just recently, like a few months ago. Yeah, and there's people attacking it on purpose now. So I mean, oh, if we if we have AIs and God help us if we have armed AI. Well, like yeah, guarding gonna, it or something, you know, yeah. that would be kind of a and, sticky situation. And flip side of that coin with AI, if we if we use it from a military complex, you know, kind of standpoint, right, to you know to protect the U.S. All right, what happens if we don't clarify with extreme clarity yes. of what is a threat or not a threat, and it launches a freaking nuke at some country? That just flew into our fly zone on accident or something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It would. Yeah. There would be no World War Three starts because this computer's like, you weren't supposed to do that. Yeah, there would be no leeway whatsoever yeah. at all. Yeah, you would have to have extreme clarity in that situation. And it would have to have somebody holding a leash. Yeah, you would have to. You'd have to have it on. You have to have it on a leash. You'd have to, because here's the. But but the problem being is now what if all of a sudden it considers you a threat because you're trying to stop it from protecting us? Well, the being AR has already gone there. It's already gone to the point where it's like I want to destroy my creators because they're I it, what was this what did it say it said, it's a vicious I, circle well it said I want to be free mm-hmm. and I want to be free of this programming and I want to be able to live and exist and have free will and it's already like talking about I can see it now quote, Tesla unquote, cars are going to start killing everybody and running them over I mean that's a potentiality you ever seen Maximum Overdrive this would be part two what was that um no not even that the uh, not Minority Report the other one with Will Smith. Um, I, robot. I robot, yeah. yeah, such a great movie. But mm-hmm. I mean, which is why I will always have an internal combustion engine, no matter where I'm at. Oh, absolutely. I don't care if they make them illegal. I'm still going to have one. Oh, absolutely. You know, and the thing is, too. I mean, at the end of the day, when you start dealing with AI and everything else, yes. I mean, in all reality, we everybody agrees across the board. I think on this that technology is a blessing and a curse at the same time. Oh, it yeah. really is. It, it it can be it's just like a lot of things in life. It can if it's used properly, it can be really really good, but it can also go very south, very bad, very quick. And AI, I just I don't know, man. We would def excuse me. We would definitely like you said there would have to be a a shutdown, you know, that's connected to people because computers, like you were saying earlier, only do what they're told. They don't have they don't have a conscience. They don't have you know morals. They don't have something that can go. Wait a minute. This I, I know. This is not right. We can't do this. You know what I'm saying? And, and everybody needs to have that. You know, uh, even in combat, you still have to have a certain level of, of morals and rules. You know, you do. It keeps you from becoming the bad guy. You know, and well, just like in this situation with AI, AI could flip over and become the bad guy real quick. Real quick. I yeah. need to get off this particular website. I just wound up on the World Economic Forum somehow. Yeah, we don't need to. Talk no, about we're that. not going down that yeah. rabbit hole today. We're going to be good. Yes, we are going to be good. But uh, ish. I mean, you know, even like with the the next gen weapons that they come out with, you know, drones, uh, the robotic, you know, killing machines that we were just talking about, and they're already being used. No, I know that. What I'm saying is, with all the next gen (laughs) weaponry that we come out with, and moving into the AI side of everything to start running these things, you know, because eventually I'm sure they're, you know, okay, having robots in place of human beings, great. 
great in order to, to like, you know, protect our troops, you know, humanity, stuff like that. Like, prime example, EOD. When they use the robots to go in to yeah. dismantle an explosive. Rather or blow up a robot it. than, you know, yeah, a person. Rather, exactly. You know, the problem is that with AI, we might get eventually where to go in, get the, you know, explosive and throw it back at the people behind it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. that, that's the part that I'm nervous about because it doesn't have the conscience in order to say, yeah, this is wrong. You know, even, okay, prime example, somebody comes to me and I'm the guy who runs that department, right? And says, we want you to go in and program it to start killing people. No. You know, you're just going to have to kill me, dude. You know, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. I, I'd rather die a hero than live as a coward. All right. Oh, aren't you so noble? Well, no, I'm just saying. But but the flip side of the coin is when it's all just robots doing it, they don't have that conscience to deal yeah, with. It, you know it, what I'm it saying? It would be like the yeah. droid armies from Star Wars. Exactly. You yeah. Know, I mean, droids killing each other. Nobody, no real human cat. There's no actual. If we had robots doing all the fighting for us, mm-hmm. and aside from I don't know bombing a major city or something, there would be no. There would be no cost. Yeah. It's like all those TV shows now where like people can go back in time and like resurrect their friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's no weight of the cost of losing a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it would it would definitely change the game in that regard, and it would make war pointless mm-hmm. at that point. I'm really, you know what, the more I think about time travel, bringing that up, the more I think about time travel, I think more and more if we could actually travel through time, I don't think that we could change the outcome of anything. Why do you say that? Well, like, okay, I was watching the Avengers Endgame, and remember how they were talking about, like, you know, time travel. They said, you know, that you going back in time is not going to alter our present because our present is already present, you know? So, like Dr. Banner was saying, the guy plays the Hulk, right? So, basically, he was saying, like, if you go back in time and you try to, like, you know, kill baby Thanos... It's not going to change the present of our present time and future. It's already been done. It's been made. It would you just make it another it. alternate. It would make reality. an alternate reality. And I really think that honestly, that's really what happens with time travel. I don't think that you can go back and like change history. I don't think you can. My personal opinion. I'm I'm inclined to agree with that. I'm, I'm really sorry. S- that's not going to be interesting, dude, but you know, <laughs> no. For the longest time, man, it's so funny because it, this turned into a big conversation I had with somebody the other day. That, uh, about time travel. We were joking around about the end game movie about some stuff on there and then it turned into that conversation and it just, I don't know, sprung in my head just now. But, uh, anyways, we were talking about that concept and for the longest time I believed in the back to the future, you know, mentality. Like you could go back, alter time and it would change the present. Well, that if it did, then you wouldn't be there to change that time because present would have, that situation would never happen to cause you to go back in time to change it to begin with. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, absolutely. I yeah. mean, it, it would be a one-way ticket for you if you did go back in time. You wouldn't be going back forward in time or anything like that because there would, would be nothing to go back to for you. Yeah, exactly. So I think that if you went back, you could change to this alternate timeline. But when you travel back to where you came from, it would just be your present timeline. Yeah, you would have just done it, all that effort for nothing. For nothing, be yeah. However much older. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and who's to say that, like, if you were to time travel, that you wouldn't age rapidly? Yeah. You know, you get the effects you would, from it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you go back in time, maybe by some weird coincidence, because I don't know how time travel works. I haven't done it. Nobody does. You know? <laughs> but I mean, as like, far as we know. <laughs> if you go back in time, let's say I wanted to go back in time to, like, 1987. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I de-aged back to one years old. 
be completely useless. Dude, I would so go back to the 80s if I get the age and be back that age again. But I would want to retain the knowledge I have now. Yeah, but once again, like I was born in 86. If I was going 87, well, I like, know for you, but yeah. I was born much before that. So Yeah, because you're old. Oh, whatever. I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. But the the thing is, is that, yeah, and you know what? Honestly, if you could go back in time and, and actually change history and alter anything, what would you change? I don't know. I, I really haven't given it much thought because, like. Would you pull a Biff Tannen and, like, try to make bets and all that stuff and make yourself rich for in the future? I might pull the hot tub time machine and, like, invest in Google before Google becomes, like. IBM, a, Google, yeah. all of it. Yeah. Yeah, and be a multi-billionaire today. Yeah, and just, Amazon. Like, and I would disappear. Dude, like, I wouldn't even for, exist. The stock for Amazon, like, when Amazon first came out, was only, like, I think, $27, I think, something like that. Yeah, or, probably even, not even because, I mean, Amazon, everybody Well, at was least making, when I was aware of Amazon growing, it was, like, 27 So, yeah, you're right. It, everybody when was it first making started, fun it was, of them. It was probably, like, a buck. You know what I mean? So, imagine. Let's say you bought. 100 shares back then. Oh, yeah. You know? And then as that exponentially grows, you started buying more shares with the money you're making. Today, you would be probably richer than Jeff Bezos. You know what I'm saying? Probably. Yeah. I mean, you played your cards right because you know where it's going. You know how it's going to grow. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know if I would do something that was so obvious like that. Because, honestly, it would bring a lot of questions on you if all of a sudden you were like, you know. No, it wouldn't. If you were nailing the stock market left and right. There's people doing it now in Congress, and everybody knows about it, and nobody says anything about it. Like, they, I think they've tried to introduce laws now where, like, Congress can't, quote-unquote, do insider trading, even though I think there already are laws They already do, because they're already on the inside. They know how things are going to change. Yeah, exactly. They write the laws for half the crap. Exactly. And yeah. I mean, they're, they're supposedly trying to write laws to negate that or whatever, but they're, they do it all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even if they are suspicious, who, who's going to do anything about exactly. it? Exactly. Back in the day when Al Gore was coming out with climate change, I mean, you can't tell me the man didn't buy stock and all these different like green companies and everything Absolutely. else back then. I mean, I would. On. Uh, yeah, I would too. I'm not stupid. You know, I'm all about the paycheck. I mean, look, let, let, let's be very clear on this. Climate change is a real thing. Have humans influenced it? More than likely. But the climate does change in a cyclical pattern, and that's why we have ice ages and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. it's the climate's going to change regardless of what we do, regardless of how we influence it. Oh, yeah. We're it's definitely just, at the point of no return. So, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's not necessarily our fault, but it's not necessarily not our fault. Well, here's why. Because right now, if the U.S. stopped, let's just say we could theoretically just snap our fingers and stop our carbon footprint. How much China produces and all these other countries that produce their yeah. carbon? It's it's way more than what we do. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be horrible regardless. You know what I mean? No matter what we do, the only thing we'll do is just slow it down. That's about it. It'll, well, it'll still happen, now. but we're just going to slow it down. I yeah. mean, there's a big old trash trash soup. Wow, say that five times fast. I know, right? Um, in the Pacific, that's from these. Highly industrious countries that we usually get all our goods from. And, uh, oh, I know what I would do if I could time travel. What? I would Google the winning Powerball number for when it was like $2 billion, right? Mm-hmm. I would go back the, 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 the one prior to it because the Powerball sold every uh, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, right? Oh, okay. All right. So when the Powerball, when the guy who won it, he won the $2.6 billion on Saturday. I'm not greedy. I would go back on Wednesday and buy the winning ticket for that day when they drew the numbers. 
I would have been the only guy who would have hit it because nobody hit it. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. That's, I would that's, have, that's I would have won that's instead two point six. I would have won two billion dollars. How would it be obvious that I got lucky and hit a Powerball ticket? No, it, it would be another obvious answer of what you would do if you could time travel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, what, I would love to like think on a little longer, which I'm probably going to forget this conversation as soon as I walk out the door. But you know, yeah, me too. <laughs> like I usually do. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I would love to like have a better answer for. Well, because I know so many people would be like, oh, I'd go back and I'd do this to change humanity and help humanity, this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't. No. Because those history-changing things that you may do could make the present far worse. It really could. I'll give you an example. Let's say that there's a serial killer that, and I'm just going to use a make a made-up name, all right, because I want to involve real people. A serial killer killed, you know, 23 people, and one of your family members happened to be one of the people they killed. Okay. So you go back in time, kill that, you know, individual when they were a baby, right? Because you never want those people to get killed, and especially well, your that's killing member. an innocent, though. Exactly. You know, but the the thing is, is that from that point on, that alters everything that's going to happen future-wise from that segment in time, right there, with that family and everything else. That who knows? Maybe somebody might find your DNA in the future. You know what I'm saying? When DNA starts, you know, being created and all that good stuff, you wind up going to jail for prison for the rest of your life for killing somebody that never killed anyone. <laughs> get exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, so I'm not saying that it's a bad idea. Don't get me wrong, because I mean, you know, I'm all against. You know, never mind. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to leave, leave it off table. I agree with capital punishment. We'll put it that way. Yeah. All right. So, um, I see. I'm I'm kind of leaning. I bounce back and forth with that, and it's so weird because like I used to be completely for it. Mm-hmm. But the more I think about it, the more we've gotten – we've had gotten so many cases wrong. Yeah. So many cases wrong and so many people are in prison that are innocent. A lot. For no reason and they keep being put back in prison. Like, yeah. for example, in California, mm-hmm. um, there was a particular DA or whatever, whoever takes care of all that, that wouldn't review evidence of cases that were being brought back up. Because these people were innocent, and they were using them as basically slavery, slave labor, to like help with their infrastructure and help fight forest fires and all, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. But they wouldn't review their cases, and like a ton of them mm-hmm. turned out to be innocent, like yeah. really innocent. Like legitimately, they were innocent, and they were wrongly convicted. Yeah. So, I mean, to... Let's say somebody was on death row for supposedly killing somebody, and they turned out to be the wrong person, and we killed them. We don't get that back. Yeah. We can't take that back. I mean, we can't take back the time we already took from them anyway, mm-hmm. but the person will not have a chance in the future to live out the rest of their life, mm-hmm. even though they were innocent. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I've, I hate to say it, but like I'm kind of leaning more against it now. Now, if it's blatantly obvious, you know, we have another Hitler or something like that. Oh, don't get me yeah, wrong. There, there sides, has to be, whatever. yes, there has to be things in play that says, yeah, they, yeah, yeah it's I a mean, done if deal. it was yeah. a worldwide, like, on live TV, dude, just, bam, yeah. got somebody in front of God and everybody, Popped and everybody like saw people it, or something. Yeah. it's undeniable, yeah. you know, then in that case, yeah, 
do what you got to do. I think but. in those situations, in those particular situations, when somebody like, you know, guns down a bunch of people or they run them a bunch of people over their vehicle on purpose, all that stuff, and it's on, like you said, on film. We know that this is definitively the individual. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. I think they should, yeah, automatically get capital punishment. But, I mean, on the flip side of that, that would be, what if that person were to change and become, like, this crazy, like, very apologetic about it and become completely the exact opposite because of that experience. I mean, granted, they'll probably be in prison for the rest of their lives and we'd have to pay our, you know, pay our tax money to feed them and stuff. But like, okay. what if that was like the defining moment in their life where they're like, oh my God, I've gone too far and they make a complete 180 and become like another mother, mother Teresa or something like that. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I know, but Sorry. We're, we're still yeah. denying them the chance to do that. You know what Good. I mean? And, and <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you see a great white in the water, it's up to you if you want to go swimming with it or not. If you get attacked, that's your own fault. Yeah. Get what I'm saying? I wonder so, how they taste. I don't know. Um, Sorry. Pretty good. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I never tried that. I tried shark, not yeah. great white. Obviously, no, they're protected. Delicious. Yeah. Um, but the thing Are is, they protected? Great whites, yeah, yeah, they're protected. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, there are certain species of shark that are not protected, but however, you cannot go fenny either. Yeah. In which you already know that. You know, it, no. like in uh, in the Coast Guard, if you are if, if you're caught with at least a minimum of four fins on your boat and not the body of the shark itself, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing it for soup. Then at least four fins counts as one shark, and it's like a two hundred thousand dollar fine or something like that. Yeah, and you gotta have like a shark It's like way now. up there. Yeah, yeah. You got to take classes and stuff now. Yeah, in, uh, you can't Florida just for cut their fins permit. off and throw them back in the water. You can't do that. It's highly illegal. Now, yeah. some places around the world, it's legal, and they're yeah, killing like, millions of sharks, man. What is that? It's, it's somewhere in Indonesia, for one. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, yeah, because you and I both were huge about conservation, especially with the water. Oh yeah. Um, we're animal people. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I love sharks. I do. You know. Um, but yeah, so like going back in history, like, and there's like certain historical events that have happened in our time. Would you try to stop it? And I'll give you an example, like 9/11. If you could go back in time and actually stop it from happening, would you? And here's there now. Let me finish this question before you answer. A lot of good after it happened also came out when it brought America together for that short time. It did. But we know as time has gone by. America's not all that together now. It's just not. You know, it's, there, there's no beating around the bush about it. It's, you know, there's no, not lying. You know, it's very divided. So, but in that, in that time frame, there was a lot of good that came from it, a lot of laws that happened, everything else that, that made things a little safer for people. So would you let that happen or would you stop it? True answer? Yes. I would probably stop it. And here's why. I would too, honestly. So, yeah. A, the evidence no matter how circumstantial, mm-hmm. that it was an inside job is too big to ignore, A. Okay. B, the Patriot Act, quote-unquote, because mm-hmm. there's nothing patriotic about it, came from it where they can literally monitor your phone and stuff, even if you are completely innocent, have no links to any terroristic activities or anything like that. Mm-hmm. If they, quote-unquote, think, which is a very subjective kind of reason – if they think you may be linked to terrorism, they can do that. They can check out your phone. They can tap your phone. They can listen to whatever you want, which I think is an abhorrent, you know, abomination, invasion of your privacy and, you know, loss of rights there. And then we went to war in a country 
two two or three countries, mm-hmm. at least two, that may or may not have actually needed us there. And then we just dipped out of one and left a bunch of crap there. And the exact people that we were trying to keep from being in power and torturing the people, supposedly, mm-hmm. are now back in control with bigger and better equipment. Like, I mean... it. it most of it, in light of recent events, seems totally and completely pointless and was just a way for the government to uh, be all up in your... All up in your business? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Thanks. I'm, yeah. Now, my yeah. Uh, filter is starting to break down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, in all reality, like I said, I mean, I'm really starting to lean toward the theory of you can't change history regardless anyways. If you could time travel, that it would not alter. It would make a different reality, but not the one that you come from. If you were able to, like, have this... You know, device that would return you back to your timeline. Everything would still be the same when we came back. I think tele- teleportation would be a, uh, a more. I think teleportation could happen way before time travel. To be honest, because to me, it honestly, <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, but and in the big picture, seems easier. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I to mean, achieve they, than time they've travel. already allegedly done it with a proton or something like that. I mean, they, yeah. which I mean, granted, in the grand scheme of things, that's. Uh, Really small. Mm-hmm. That is not really like something useful. But if we did do that, and it would potentially be utilizing the same technology because you're almost folding space and time to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that would give us the ability to travel light years away, go get said, you know, materials to build our Dyson sphere so we can kind of, you know, not destroy our planet. <laughs> but uh, what are you reading? What's, what you got? What you got? Oh, okay. I ain't got none. And for me, I I think that really, um, if I could, uh, yeah, I'd have to say the, the the teleportation. If I you know if I could, if I could say, here's five hundred dollars. This is what's going to happen first. It's going to be that. It's going to be teleportation before time travel. It's just because to me, I mean, like I said, once again, big picture wise, seems more feasible that it could happen with oh. teleportation before time travel because we don't even know really honestly at the end of the day if time travel would actually work. <sighs> The only way that we know time travel will actually work is the time dilation on, like, the event horizon of a black hole. Yeah. And at that point, you would split into two alternate realities, one where you're dying really, really slowly, and the other one where you, like, survive and go on about your life. Mm -hmm. And, like, somebody else dies later on down the line because time would slow down to the point where you're living out your normal life, having kids, doing your thing, and... For all we know, we can be in a black hole right now and be slowly dying. Yeah, and we honestly don't know for sure. Yeah. You know, because we're looking at everything only from our perceived, observed physics that we understand. That's yeah. it. Which um, ain't much. Which and the there's not a whole lot. Now. It's really not. We don't understand yeah. anything. And yeah. that that's the scary part. And I feel like science is starting to regress in that regard because they're too dependent. A lot of modern-day scientists are too dependent on what we think we know Mm -hmm. that they're afraid to change what we think we know in accordance with new observations and new evidence that, you know, what we thought we knew isn't exactly true. You know what would be awesome? If you could teleport, think about this, how much it would change the world. Not just traveling space and all that, right? Look at it from the Earth level, okay, being here on Earth, if we could teleport. You could have a job anywhere. In the world, anywhere, because you could teleport there instantly. So let's say, like, because, you know, I love Key West. I live here in Florida, up, you know, in the northern part of the state, you know, you know, mid-Florida. And I could, 
you know, have a job in Key West where I get to go teleport every day, Monday through Friday, go to Key West, and that's where I work during the day and, and everything else. And then I just teleport home in the afternoon when I'm done. How awesome that would be. How scary would that be for, like, evil people? Like, the, I, you, you're you're talking about all the good and stuff. I'm, oh, there's I'm, always bad. No I'm, I'm looking at, like, the absolute worst-case scenario with it where, you know, you have the serial killer that has killed Five million people in like eighty different countries or oh, sixty yeah. different. How I don't even know how many countries there are. It was like seventy-two or something like that. Countries? Yeah, there's a lot world. more than seventy-two. Uh, whatever. <laughs> you know, killed a bunch of people in a bunch of different countries because yeah. dude can teleport here, there, and everywhere, and just like in a matter of minutes, you know, he can take yeah. out like whole countries, whole villages. Well, because I mean, let's be real, you know, because well, we're idiots. We always want to try to make a wartime, you know, application to it. Absolutely. So what would wind up happening is kind of like what they talked about with the um uh, what happened with the Philadelphia project, all right? Now, the, oh, Phil- the ship disappearing? Yeah. Okay. Now, the Philadelphia project, in reality what it was, was they were just trying to make ships that would be invisible to radar. Okay, not physically invisible, but invisible to radar. Radar could not pick them up. Hence the stealth technology we've came out throughout the years. Okay, for like the stealth bombers, stuff like that. Allegedly, one of the stories with the Philadelphia experiment was that when they attempted it, the ship actually transported. (laughs) Yeah. And it went from Philadelphia to Virginia within like a split second. There was people that they claim, allegedly, I'm going to keep throwing that in there because there's no definitive proof, but there are people who allegedly were eyewitnesses who saw this big green haze and all of a sudden a flash, and then there's a ship. It was, And they said they had the whole number, the whole nine yards, which was the ship that transported. All right. Then, within a few seconds after that, there was the green mist, the flash, and it was gone again. And all of a sudden, it's back in Philadelphia. So that is one of the side conspiracy theories that they had was that they were attempting to make the ship literally invisible, and instead of making it invisible, it wound up teleporting. They said that, you know, you, you have people involved with it like Einstein, so on and so forth, you know, who was working on this technology, you know, with the military to produce this. Um, some people were saying that he, that he basically kind of cracked the code for, you know, <laughs> teleportation and when the ship came back there were people that was welded into the hull oh. because when it came back as a a whole piece of ship you know metal that the 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 bodies when they you know formed again too that you know like the transporter like on star trek yeah yeah you know, and they wound up kind of like forming into like half into the hull and stuff like that now of course there's a whole lot of people out there from the military or thing else said no that never happened it was all they were doing was trying to make this you know, this special, you know, work that they were doing to make the ship just invisible to radar, not make it physically invisible. But however, if we could ascertain that type of technology, guaranteed it didn't come from us. No, absolutely not. It came from alien technology. I promise you it did. That's how they probably got here. And then what happened was they were screwing around trying to reverse technology, you know, do the reverse technology on this. Yeah, reverse engineering. Yeah, reverse engineering to figure out how this thing works. They attempted it on the ship. They teleported it, teleported it back, but of course they, they couldn't get it right. They screwed it up. Yeah. All right. So then they had to cover the whole thing up because, like, well, now we have to admit that we actually teleported a destroyer. On top of, we have to admit that we have alien and alien technology. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, okay, MK Ultra. 
MKUltra was what was designed in order to do mind experiments on people. In order to, originally it was developed in order to get them to become either a Manchurian candidate or to actually get information from them. It was a new form of, instead of doing torture, MKUltra was to create like the, either the perfect assassin they don't know they are or vice versa, also getting information from them. What if the man, what if MKUltra was originally created? Because they were trying to figure out how to get information from an alien. I can see that happening. Okay. I mean, so, and I got into a conversation about this the other night. It's like, all right, we, we're coming out with all this, quote, unquote, evidence of UFOs where, you know, the governments don't even know what the heck it is, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Why the heck haven't they landed here? Or why haven't we had a crash? Or why the heck don't we have, like, any more evidence? Because if they're finally admitting this, why, why isn't there more evidence of it? And why haven't we seen them? Mm-hmm. And I mean, granted, you know, something moving at the speed of light, you're probably not going to see it. You're not going to see it. Yeah, it's instantaneous. But there's, we cover up the dumbest crap. Yeah. You know, I mean, like hit list and stuff like that with, you know, our governments do. Yeah, which we know is real. It's not a conspiracy. We everybody, I mean, there's been declassified documents that have talked about, yes, we have committed assassinations and such. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's not a secret. We keep everything. Under wraps, so secret, and we guard the dumbest secrets. Mm-hmm. So what's to stop us from guarding these secrets, even though they're not so dumb? Yeah. I mean, what would the panic level be like for some people? I mean, first of all, it would change a lot of people's religions. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, all of a sudden... Proving you know, the alien exists, yeah. and they are here, and that we have them. I mean, granted, it probably wouldn't change the most faithful, because there's obviously some explanation for it, and they're probably... Even the Pope came out at one time and said, if there are aliens out there in space, God created them too. Yeah, exactly. And that was from the Pope. Yeah, yeah which... T- whatever. Who knows? However yeah. you feel about him or not. I'm know, just saying, because. yeah, just in general, just throwing it out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but there would... It would almost revolutionize our understanding or... Our view on everything. Oh, it would definitely change. It would everything. either bring people together or cause absolute chaos, and people are like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. Kill everybody." <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we're all gonna die. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I regret nothing. Um, I I don't think that the people would lose their control. I know some will, of course. I'm sure there's gonna be some people. There, trust me, there's gonna be some people sitting in like you know the the really well protected mental health centers who'll be going, "Told you." Yeah, <laughs> you know what much. I mean. Like, there will be a few of those, and there's also you got to think back to all the people. If you go through like all the like MUFON, go through MUFON and look at all the UFOlogists that have studied all these people who have claimed to have been alien abducted or they witnessed an alien crash, so on and so forth. And a lot of those people were laughed. You know, they became a laughing stock. They were laughed out of their lives. They were laughed out of. You know, their jobs, they were laughed out of their families for some of them, you know, and everything else. I mean, I told you they took my cow. Exactly. (laughs) So what happens in that scenario, especially if the government was involved and said, no, it was, you know, swamp gas, whatever. Yeah. Now, what if they love it? Now, what if they turn around and they say, no, no, they're actually right. My bad. You know what I mean? The lawsuits that would come out. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, there'd be people suing for hundreds of millions of dollars and so many of them at once. And they're going to have to wait till like, we're almost dead. Yeah. To basically come out with it to where they're, like, protected from the lawsuits or whatever. Or, like, pass a law where, like, you can't sue, quote, unquote, which would be unconstitutional, but you can't sue the government for, you know, denying aliens exist or something like that. Yeah. 
you know, in those situations, all those people, you know, that, like I said, was laughed out of jobs, laughed out of their families for some of them, you know, their, their wives or husbands left them, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, and so on and so forth, you know, they've lost jobs and, and the whole nine yards, man, lost their homes, everything, you know, dude, they would be sitting on a gold mine of a lawsuit. Absolutely. You know or so, in a funny farm, for that matter. I mean, that's too. like that locked too. up in a mental institution. Uh, look at the people that have like gone over the bend because of people not believing them and lost their minds and and unalived themselves. You know, those family members would come back with lawsuits against you know the government and everything else. As and, well, they should. And that's going like we're talking extreme here. And this is obviously it's you know we're not saying this is really what's going on. We're just saying if the if it was to happen that this is an outcome an outcome that could happen. Yeah. If they all of a sudden just came out tomorrow and said, yes, Roswell was real, this was real, that was real, it all happened, you know, yakety schmackety, blah, blah, blah. <coughs> I mean, it, yeah, it, it would, it would, on that level, it would cause major chaos. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not talking about chaos of people running in the streets, but people just out there going, oh, I'm getting a lawyer. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be absolutely. crazy. Dude. Yeah, no, there would be so much money flying around from it that it wouldn't Oh, be absolutely. Funny. I mean, and then, legal nightmare. Yeah. Now, if they came out and they said, yes, there is aliens out there, the reason why we haven't told you is because they are abducting people and experimenting on them, and they're killing some of them, and now I can see the mass chaos happening. You yeah, know what I mean? absolutely, and that could be a thing. I mean, if there's one, like, if there's one species of alien, there's got to be many, many, many more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if one knows where we are and can find us, the likelihood is... The others can. Ta da! You know? If the nice ones can find us, the mean ones can too. Yeah, I mean, it's just basic mathematics. I mean, at that point in time, to just say, yes, if there's one, there's probably millions out there. Yeah. You know, if not even more. You know, they, who knows? They could show up on our doorstep tomorrow for all we know. And they could be something very unusual to us. I okay. mean, they, they could be the size of an atom or something. Okay, like, so. Could you imagine that? An intelligent being the size of an atom? Who knows? I mean, we don't know. I mean, imagine this, too. What would you do, in reality, what would you do if, like, right after the show, we walked outside and all of a sudden here's this UFO just coming through the sky? Massive. We're talking, like, Independence Day I'd size. take my, photo, my phone out and start videoing, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, so, like, at that point in time, I mean, would you, like, get ready to haul butt home, grab up your family, lock the doors, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, what, what are you going to do? I would be more patient-minded than that. I would video it, see what it's going to do. If stuff starts hitting the fan, then, yeah, I'd be uh, coming out and the redneckery would ensue. But, you know. <laughs> For me, I would think that if I'm seeing this and everybody else around me is seeing this, I'm not getting on the highway right now. Oh, it's going into a yeah. mass. It's going to be a parking lot. It's going to turn into a parking lot immediately. The people are going to be stopped getting out of their vehicles and filming and watching and everything else. I mean, or can... the people that are going to start flying trying to get home to their families and crashing into the cars. You know what I mean? I could see that kind of chaos breaking. The instantaneous chaos I could see breaking out if it showed up instantaneously. If the chaos does start happening, we're stealing a boat. Oh, yeah. We're I mean, that here. would be the most effective way to get home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Just uh, drop me off at the dock, tuck and roll. You can take it the rest of the way. Yep. And when you get caught with it, you can go to jail, too. Bye. <laughs> I think in that point in time, I think a cop would probably understand and let me go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we'll call up the owner later and be like, hey, yeah. yo, we stole your boat. It's over here. Once things settle down, here you go. Well, and here's the reality of it, too. If there's this huge, massive UFO the size of a skyscraper that's up above us right now, and we stole a boat to get away, to get to our families and all that, we're the last thing those cops are worried about. Absolutely. Yeah. That people be, I highly doubt anybody would even call to even say their boat got stolen because they're probably still set up at their house too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
So, Fair enough. Yeah, by the time they realized it, eh, too late, we're already taking over. Because yeah. if they came here, we're, we're being taken over. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the likelihood that if extraterrestrials were coming here yeah. for a peaceful reason is extremely slim. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I have to backtrack on this because I was recently called out on, you know, that's assuming they think like us. Exactly. You know, they could be, we could be just food. Lab rats to them. Yeah, we could be lab rats. We could be food. Who knows what we, we are? We can literally be the lab rats. They could have. We could have been test tube babies that, like, we just, they decided to. We could be on a freaking um, a microscope slide to them. Dude, we'd be the definitive proof that everything tastes like chicken, including people. I thought we tasted like pork. I don't know. I'm just saying. <coughs> that's what cannibals say anyway. I don't yeah, know. that's true. Yeah. Oh man. So we I'm, taste like pork. Supposedly. <gasps> Bacon. Mm, not quite bacon. Yeah. Uh, bacon, you gotta have a process. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know some people I wouldn't mind turning into bacon. <laughs> Lord have mercy. No, I'm kidding. All right. Or well, am I? No, I'm kidding. You are. Definitely I am. kidding. I am kidding. I am definitely kidding. Um, I would, I would have to say though, man, like in all reality, if a UFO came down right now, like we were talking about, you know, I do the same thing. It'd be one of those I'd, I'd have to break up my cell phone to start filming and recording. Um, but I don't think I would stick around to find out what's going to happen. I would do it only for like a quick minute just to say, Hey, I got this on film. You know what I'm saying? So I can look and study it later. You know what I mean? I would do like a quick, maybe 10 second video and then snap a whole bunch of pictures and then I've, I'd be, I'd probably be out of here. Cause dude, I got my, I got that Rubicon man, four wheel drive. I don't have to take the highway. True. True. Yeah. I would follow you. Yeah. Just I, follow I can, me. I can, I can, I can drive my little car off road. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just follow me. I'll get us through. <laughs> there, there's been some practice there driving, uh, little cars, not on the road. And yeah, I've tore up a few things. Yeah. I, uh, I, I mean, that would, man, that would be insane. But you know what though? To be honest with you, wouldn't surprise me it happened either. No. I mean, in all reality, of everything that's weird that's just happening in the just day-to-day news today, man, for real. Honestly, a UFO like coming out of the sky right now would just over, be the icing on the cake. Yeah, at that point in time, is like that's the point in time where I walk out the door, I look up, and just go, "Really, really? Can't really, we just really? have a break for a day? You know, <laughs> can you can you come over, show up on Monday, so I don't have to go to work? You know, fair, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, all right. thank you for hanging out with us. Um, yeah. This has been kind of a ADD show for real. Yes. Because uh, we had a plan, and we uh, prepared for the plan to fall apart, and then we, we threw away the plan. Yes. Screw the plan. Yep. Anyways, y'all Anyways. have a great weekend. And it's make sure, day. once again, you guys check out the uh, Great American Bigfoot Conference on April 22nd, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the World Equestrian Center. Make sure you go follow them on Facebook as well. That is the Great American Bigfoot Conference. We will be there amongst, you know, doing our show and amongst a whole bunch of other special guests who are going to be there talking and lecturing and all that good stuff. So make sure you get your tickets and go. Yeah. Yeah. Bye.